unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about another fan favorite, something that impacts everyone who's listening to this, including myself, and that subject is pain. Now, I'm not going to get into too many nuts and bolts necessarily today. This is going to be more of an overview about our emotional and our physical pain and kind of their origins, and I'm going to be giving you some effective solutions for both dealing with emotional and physical pain from both my past and my coaching experience and everything else. But let's really dig into it for just a second. Where does our perception of pain come from? Where does our belief about pain come from? And it's really easy to spot. You've heard me talk about it before and it's really, it goes back to our childhood. When you think about it, it's our parents, our teachers, our friends, our family, society in general that tell us, oh, be careful, don't hurt yourself, take it easy, play it safe. Don't take risks. And what they're really saying in a nutshell, when they say, Johnny, be careful, don't run out into the street, and I want you to get hurt. Really what they're saying is, I don't wanna deal with the fact if you get hurt, what am I going to do? How? What's gonna be the impact to me? So you play it safe so I don't have to deal with it. And when you think about it, when you break it down, and you think about relationships, where they're telling you to take it easy and whatnot, um, all of that is to supposedly avoid pain and not take risks. But ladies and gentlemen, life, is to be lived. Life, I talk about living versus existing. Now, if you're living, you're taking risks, you're pushing the envelope, you're trying new things because whether or not you have physical or emotional pain, if you have a perception and a perspective of, hey, shit, you know, I'm gonna be in pain and stuff's gonna happen, but I wanna live while I'm alive. I don't wanna just exist. I don't wanna play it safe. Because when you think about our parents and teachers, what did they say? Oh, be careful, don't get hurt, play it safe, don't take risks. Um, you know, it's just really, they just don't know how to handle the pain. And so they get us fearful. They made us, they make us stay in our comfort zone. I mean, my personal experience, I can think about how many times I was told to be careful and not to hurt myself and, you know, don't do that and all these other things. But when you're living a kick-ass unstoppable life, you're going out and you're experiencing things. You're actually, you know, if you have the right perception about pain, whatever happens, if you fucking jump out of a plane and your parachute doesn't open and you fall to the ground and you get hurt, wow, that's a fucking ride. And more importantly, that's a hell of a story to tell, but you're gonna survive. That's an exaggeration, of course, but you get my point. You know, whether you're riding bicycles, going mountain biking, skiing, when you're living life instead of just existing in life, that's truly a kick-ass, unstoppable life. And we gotta get past that. So the first thing we gotta really do is just think about our perception and our perspective about that type of pain. Um, for me, let's just start with emotional pain, right? Obviously you guys know my story. I told that back a couple of episodes ago. So there was a lot of emotional pain in my life growing up and in trying to come out of that and trying to really have a kick-ass life, I had to look at my life as though, am I a victim or a victor? And you guys have heard me talk about this. And I'm just going to give this disclaimer again. You're going to hear me talk about a lot of things over and over again, because it's designed to get in your fucking head. And that's the way it's going to happen because it all builds together. It all holds together with the same glue. You're going to see that. You're going to see the building blocks of what I'm doing in each one of these episodes. So whether you're a victim or you're a victor, I got to a point in my life where I could have easily been a victim. 
I could have easily blamed my mom for so many things. I could have easily blamed society or blamed my biological father for all the shit that I was going through. And the God's honest truth is most people would have said, yeah, you're, you're entitled to feel that way, Chris. But when I looked at the emotional pain that I went through in my life and just using my mom as an example, I had to really just figure out how am I going to understand the shit she put me through, right? Without 20 years of therapy. And I've been in therapy before, but the thing that really helped me, and this is a huge tip for you guys, I'm just going to give you a tip right now is that I had to consider the life that she lived, right? What was her upbringing? What things and conditioning properties happened in her life to make her the person that she was? What kind of emotional imbalances or psychological disturbances does she have going on in her brain? What kind of addictions things did she have going on? What kind of things were going on in her life to not make her a fully committed, awesome person. And when I looked at that and I looked at her childhood and the, the facts that her parents divorced when she was four years old and all the different situations that happened in her life, I really understood that it wasn't entirely quote unquote her fault. She did the best she could with what she had. So in looking at that, it's like, it's not necessarily her fault. I mean, obviously there are things that she could have done, but in the grand scheme of things, when I forgave her, and the situations that she put me through and decided, a keyword, decided that the pain was happening for me and not to me, that changed the entire picture, right? I was all, no longer a victim. And there's a perfect example of that. My sister, um, I don't have any relationship with her, but in a long story short, back in 2005, I reconnected with her and she left the house when I was nine years old. So she was 16, she's seven years older than me. She left the house, she went to go live with her dad. Her dad was financially stable, mentally stable, had a wife. I mean, you would talk about the picture perfect opportunity for the 16 year old girl to go and live out her life and really truly become a great person. But fast forward from 1982 to uh, 2005, when I came in contact with my sister again, it shocked the crap out of me how much of a victim she really was and how much she turned out exactly like my mom. Now she chose to take those shitty experiences from her childhood and to blame people. She started blaming my mom. She started blaming my grandparents. She started blaming society. She started blaming her employer. She started blaming her coworkers for her emotional pain. Now, so that's your choice. You can sit there and have a pity party for the rest of your life and be pissed off and a victim, or you can decide today that you're no longer going to put up with that shit and you're going to become a victor and you're going to say that that pain is happening for me and not to me. You see that perspective shift? That is super important. If you get nothing else out of this particular podcast is that that was happening for you. And I use that momentum to become a different person. My sister asked me, how did you come out so differently? You know, you were with mom, you were homeless out in the streets, you were digging through trash cans, you dropped out of school in the seventh grade, you know, you had a gun put to your head, you tried to commit suicide twice, and fortunately you failed. Um, how did you turn out differently? And this is a key thing. Again, it goes back to, I chose to be different. I chose not to make the same mistakes as mom did. I chose not to be a victim, and I chose not short-term gratifications to get my mind distracted off of the shit that I had to deal with. Right? So when you really think about that, it served me. So I started reading a lot of books. I started watching a lot of documentaries. I started going to classes. I started understanding psychology. I started just consuming a bunch of information to help me change the direction and the perspective of my life. And that's how I got back into school. That's how I have a master's degree. That's how I own two houses. That's how I've been at my job for 26 years. That's why I have loving relationships. I did not turn out like my mom because I chose not to. I chose not to blame her. I chose to look at those things as happening for me. 
I hope you get this because it's super, super important. So the grand scheme of things, what can you do? Number one, you can accept responsibility. That's huge. Stop being a victim. Make the choice today to put that behind you and to better understand what that person or those people were going through. Maybe they didn't have the tools or the resources not to be assholes, but you have that opportunity. Nobody can make you change unless you want to. You guys have heard me talk about it. Man Search for Meaning, right here. That's my original copy, Man Search for Meaning. Huge book. It talks about you cannot make me think or feel anything I don't allow you to make me think or feel. You know, if you haven't got that book, get the book, read it, read it twice, really understand it because I'm telling you it's a game changer. It's a fucking game changer. The guy was in Auschwitz. I mean, come on, seriously. He's like, you can't make me think or feel anything I don't want to that I won't allow. And you have to think about it's happening for me. Now I'm going to tell you that pain is leverage. Tony Robbins talks about, we do things for two reasons to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. So when you're thinking about life and you think about the pain, it's causing us to move. It's causing us to change things. So it's happening for us. It's just, again, your perspective about it. Obviously there's a lot of shit that's happened in the world. People have been molested. They've been hurt. They've been kidnapped. They've been abandoned. They've been abused, all sorts of things like that. But when you sit there and say, okay, I'm going to take that situation that I was kidnapped or I was raped or whatever it might be. And I'm going to use that to become stronger so I can help kids or other people that have gone through that situation. You see what I'm saying? You give it a different meaning. You become a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. When I was homeless, I thought once I get out of this, I want to buy a house. That was my biggest goal is I want to buy a house. And then after that, it was like, you know what? I want to go back and I want to teach these young kids that no matter what they're going through and what they're going to go through in their life, they have the ability to change the direction of their path, no matter what anybody says or what anybody does. And so I've done that. I've dedicated my life to helping young people and obviously, obviously helping other people use my experiences, all the pain and anguish and shit that's gone wrong to help you guys, right? If I didn't, I'd be curled up in a ball fucking either dead or in jail or making strange noises. Who knows? Um, so again, think of those things as happening for you and use that leverage, use that pain to become stronger. We live in a day right now where there's Google and YouTube. You have an infinite amount of resources to figure out how to change the perception of your pain, how to overcome that. It's ridiculous how much information is out there. You have podcasts, you have the library. There's no excuse. As you know, I'm the no excuses coach. There's no excuse for you to be sitting there wallowing in your self pity when there are resources out there that you have to take action on. Nobody's going to come and save you. Nobody's going to come and make it better. There's not a magic pill. There's not a fucking magic anything. You have to do the work and you have to do it consistently. Do you feel me? Do you understand me? Stop playing the victim. Stop having a day after day pity party. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop blaming other people and get the fuck to work. Um, there's other things. I know somebody right now who's doing what's called tapping. It's called EFT. I'm not exactly sure what the terminology is, but you can Google it. EFT or tapping. It's a way of taking emotional pain in your body and releasing it because we have the physical pain, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, uh, which also could be emotional pain locked inside of a body, but there's tapping. You can go do that. You can do alternative modalities. Now there's psychedelics. They're looking at research into psychedelics, psilocybin, which is mushrooms. Um, ayahuasca, which is, you know, obviously a very serious, uh, psychedelic, but there are opportunities out there to do different types of modalities to help heal yourself. You just have to go to the computer and type alternative modalities for healing my emotional pain, right? It's right there. You cannot miss it. And I know you have a computer. I know you have a cell phone. I know you have some way of finding out this information. 
So don't just listen to this and go, oh yeah, that was kind of interesting. Just go out and do the fucking work. Another thing that's really worked for me is journaling. Now, of course, we keep all these, these thoughts and our ideas in our head, but the important thing is to get them out, whether it's therapy for me, I've done that, but really when I journal, I journal and I just get everything out. Like nobody ever is, gonna, is ever gonna read it. I get out all my raw feelings, but the important thing is this is what I've learned, is at the end, I sit there and I say, okay, now what can I do with all this pain? What can I do with this frustration? What can I do with this anger? What can I do with this pity? And then I make a point to write out, I'm going to use this for that. So it becomes a therapy session within myself, but journaling every day, every couple of days, getting that stuff out of your system and onto paper is such a release. You have to do it. It's super important. Um, let's talk about physical pain for a second. As you guys know, I had back surgery back in January. I've been struggling with back pain for since about 2006. I've had other pain. I need shoulder surgery. My knees are screwed up. Other things have happened in my life. Um, but one of the things that I really used when I was feeling sorry for myself about my physical pain was a story that I heard from a friend of a friend. This guy was actually a friend of mine back in the eighties. Um, and I won't tell you his name, but here's what happened. He was drunk and he had an accident where he fell over his daughter's wood table. And then when he did that, the wood table splintered and shattered and a piece of the wood severed his spinal cord. So literally he laid there for something like 12 or 14 hours paralyzed from the neck down because he was drunk and he had this accident. Fortunately, a gardener heard him in the next morning, put a ladder up to his window and came in there and saved him. But the point of the story was that he wound up paralyzed from the shoulders down. And thinking about this guy and his life and everything else about it, I couldn't help but feel sorry for him and feel bad for him. But then it occurred to me when I was thinking about my own pain and everything else, it was like, huh, wait a minute. Would Mike, the guy who's paralyzed, would Mike want my pain? And I thought, absolutely. Mike would love to have my pain. So you see, it changed my perspective about my pain. It's like, I'm not paralyzed. I can feel things. That's good. And more importantly, there's opportunities for me to fix it. So for my example, some of the things I did that you guys can take a look at, I mean, God's honest truth, my doctors and my therapists about my physical pain have been astonished at how many things I've done. Most important things I looked at was my diet and looking at all the inflammatory foods that I was eating. And there's a awesome book. I'm going to give you another recommendation for a book. It's called The Wheat Belly. It's the number one New York Times bestseller. And the gist of the book is the fact that wheat, which is in everything nearly, has been genetically modified so much over the years without any FDA approval, any oversight from agriculture or anything else to the point where it's not wheat anymore. And what it is, is it's got under a microscope, when you look at it, it's got these little pointed things on there, little, um, little, uh, yeah, stickers or whatever. And what it does is when you eat, it actually scratches your internal organs and scratches everything in there and it causes inflammation. So reading this book was a fucking game changer for me. I'm not saying I eliminated wheat entirely, but when I cut down, I drastically felt my inflammation go down, my pain better, my numbness better. So just look at your diet and your exercise. Number one, making sure you're doing that. Um, take that shit seriously. Number two, supplements. Looking at turmeric and curcumin and all sorts of different things. I take what's called SAM-E. I can't remember what the E stands for, but if you just Google SAM-E, that's another supplement. It helps with my liver, helps with my mood, helps with inflammation and pain. Of course, now we have CBD oil. 
that helps me tremendously too. It's legal in all 50 states. You can mail order it. But the CBD oil, you have to take it for a little while and it builds up in your system and it does help with inflammation and pain and it doesn't cause any psychoactive effects. It's tremendous. Just go online and spend an hour researching CBD oil. Watch a few documentaries. You'll be blown away at the fact of the effectiveness of it. Uh, some other things I've done is I've learned about what's called trigger point therapy. Sorry, I have a cold. Um, trigger point therapy, here's a book. Trigger point therapy workbook. This is amazing, along with this little doohickey right here, which is called a Theracane. No, it's not a sex toy. It's a Theracane. So what I do is I take this, put it back here, and I find a point where my muscles are tense, and I hold it, and it releases that that point that releases that tension and you can have what's called referred pain where you think maybe my hand hurts but it's a pinch in my shoulder so when you look at this book and you find out where the trigger points are at and you release the trigger points aha relief but how many of you guys know about that I learned about it because I went to the fucking computer and I googled it and I went ooh trigger point therapy what is this and I learned about it and it works okay so think about that I've done acupuncture I've done what's called rolfing R-O-L-F-I-N-G. It's a very intense form of muscle manipulation, um, massage, and that truly works. Huge. Epsom salt baths, massages, um, self-massagers. Um, I've done inversion boards where you hang upside down to lengthen your spine. I've done a bunch of stuff, but you can see from the fact that I've done those things is I take ownership and I take responsibility for healing myself. I don't put it on the doctors. I don't put it on society. I take action on what I can do. And I'll tell you this, everybody says, oh, I tried that and it didn't work. Or I tried that and I didn't feel anything. Here's the thing. You got to try all of these things together, combine a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this will ultimately help you reduce your pain, reduce your inflammation and make you happier. And as you do that, you gain that confidence. You gain that euphoria like, oh yeah, it's not as bad anymore. Maybe I can go do stuff. And then you start doing stuff and you start feeling you better and you start letting go of some of that emotional pain and it all just builds on itself. You see, it's all building blocks. I've also done steroid injections. I'm actually getting a steroid injection in my hip on Tuesday because my hip is bothering me and I've got some inflammation that's causing some sciatica. There's also cannabis, depending on what state you live in. There's THC, which is huge for anxiety, for pain, for sleep, for anything. It's huge. You just have to go out there and do the research and find these things and see what's going to work for you. Um, I can't tell you how much all of that has helped me and blessed me, but diet and exercise, obviously stretching. I mean, I ask people they're in pain and I, so I ask them, do you stretch? And they're like, Oh uh, yeah, I don't stretch. And I'm like, well, how can you not stretch if you're in a bunch of pain? I mean, that just seems idiotic. Oh, it hurts to stretch. Well, yeah, it's fucking going to hurt. But if you continue to do it time after time, you're going to lengthen your body. You're going to feel more comfortable, but people won't take the time. They won't make the effort to do that, but they'll sit there and bitch, piss and moan. It's ridiculous. And if you're one of those people, today is the day that you can stop. Today is the day you can decide not to be a victim anymore. Today is the day you can start moving forward and researching and start doing things and doing them consistently over a period of time to change your emotional and your physical pain, right? And like I said, today is an overview. I want to give you just a, a taste of where I'm coming from. And if you let me know where specifically your pain is or what's going on, I can do future podcasts to dig deeper on that. I know a lot of you guys have said, oh, I want more details. I want more details. But the truth of the matter is, in these first introductory episodes, I want to give you like a framework, a foundation to just start getting you going. 
I'm not going to really dig deep into a lot of these things until later on because I want to get you going. I want you to start having that confidence. I want you to start having that belief. I want you to start feeling that energy, that inertia, that momentum in all these areas of your life that I've been talking about. Anxiety, procrastination, my story. Now we're talking about pain. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things in this show. And if you want to talk about more subjects, obviously you can email me, Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com. R-A-U-S-C-H, Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com. Let me know what's on your mind. What are your pain points? What things do you want to know more about? What things are you suffering from? Let me help you. Because in the grand scheme of things, we have this one life. And they say you only live once, but really, you only die once. And that's super critical. We were talking about legacy before. How do you see ending your life? If you're in pain right now, emotionally and physically, do you see yourself 20 or 30 years down the road being miserable, sitting in a chair all alone, moping and, and blaming other people? Or do you see yourself vibrant and healthy and out there living life and traveling and enjoying everybody, enjoying people's company and being happy and not being strung out on a bunch of drugs? That choice is yours, my friend. It really truly is. If you're still blaming people, then this isn't the show for you. This isn't the podcast for you. This I'm not the person for you because I don't deal in victims. I deal in situations that cause us to get down and get depressed and get frustrated, but I'm all about solutions. You're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. And I hope that by listening to this and taking the actions that I recommend each and every week and actually fucking doing them, you will grow stronger. You will become unstoppable. I'm living proof. I'm a seventh grade homeless dropout who was living on the streets, digging through trash cans, having people threaten to kill me, doing drugs, violence, everything else. I have a kick-ass life and I'm no different than you. Let me repeat that. I am no different than you. I just made a choice and I've stuck to it. And yes, there have been periods in my life where I've been down and depressed and I've been a victim, but being unstoppable isn't about that. Being unstoppable is getting back up and getting on with your life. And that's your choice. It's your life. It's your decisions. It's your focus. Again, man's search for meaning. I'm going to leave you with this one last tip because I do like books. And obviously I'm a man of my word because these are my books. This guy that I've just been introduced to, not literally, but figuratively, um, a guy named David Goggins. Now, if you think after all of this, you're still not convinced that you're in control. You're not convinced that you can overcome pain. You can't hurt me. Or I think it's can't hurt me. David Goggins. Just go on YouTube. Promise me. I want you to do this. Go on YouTube for an hour. Just research him. Listen to a couple of interviews. Watch a couple of shows. This guy will make you feel like shit for your pain. This guy is truly amazing. He's incredible. He's actually a freak in some respects because he actually just does too much. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, watch him and listen to him and listen to how his, his perspective about things is different. He is crazy. I mean, I think he puts it too much to the, to the, to the far left, I guess you would want to say about, um, unstoppableness and confidence. But David Goggins, G-O-G-G-I-N-S, if you're listening, David Goggins, instead of watching this, because I just showed this up, can't hurt me. Um, just a truly incredible dude. You, I watch him and I'm like, okay, why am I taking Percocet? Why am I bitching about stuff? This guy is truly just crazy. But it's just an example of what we can do when we put our mind to it, all right? So I just want to say a couple of other things as we end this show. Thank you so much for being involved with this. 
If you're in the raw and unscripted Facebook page, thank you so much for being there. If you want to get in there, again, send me an email, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. I'll get you into that group. We talk about these podcasts afterwards. We actually release these and we have dialogue going on as they're being released on Tuesday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Send me an email. Go to my website, ChristopherRausch.com. Sign up for my newsletter so we never get disconnected. You never know what's going to happen with Facebook, YouTube, social media. As long as you're there, you're always going to be with me. You're always going to be getting the latest and greatest on everything that I'm doing, whether it's blogs, books, teachings, seminars, whatever it might be, webinars. So go there, ChristopherRausch.com. Sign up. Become a part of the kick-ass, unstoppable community, all right? And just special thanks to Shane Schultz, who is the owner and also the producer of my show. He owns the Speaking to the Heart Network. Uh, truly phenomenal. Go check out the other shows on the network. It's all about mental and physical health. Some tremendous shows on there, and we're all just trying here to make it a better life for you. But again, we can give you all the information. I like the terminology. I can lead a man to knowledge, but I can't make him think. That's all up to you. So again, taking the building blocks of these episodes and you have your legacy, you have a vision then you just have to start making the right choices and the right decisions and start holding yourself accountable to higher standards and not blaming and not living in the past and not worrying about the future, but just being in the moment and making those critical decisions day after day, time after time, you will become unstoppable. You will have this kick-ass confidence, this energy. Can you see me? Can you feel me? I'm in pain right now. I've got stuff going on in my life, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the pain I have. I'm so grateful for everything I've been through because it made me the man I am today. I would not be here if I did not go through all that. If I had a perfect life, what would I be doing? God knows what. All of that happened for me. It made this worth it. All right. So again, I love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Again, Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com. I love you guys. Peace out.